0: Hey everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. It has been quite the ride, I would say. This year has gone nothing like I planned. There's been detours and a lot of them have been unexpected throughout this year. I know I talked earlier about, you know, one of the good things about things breaking down or let's say burning to the ground gives you that chance to analyze everything and it gives you that new kind of cleared out foundation to rebuild. And among some of the personal things I struggled with this year, we've also had quite a few things go wrong with a lot of our investment properties. And I have taken quite a few weeks in between episodes here on the podcast. But as I'm settling into this new season, I've got all the kids back in school. I have more time to get on here and do what I love and get back to the podcast and getting more episodes out, you know, more consistently and closer together instead of being spaced apart like they have been since this late spring. Anyway, I'm sure you've seen, or at least have heard at this point about the fires on the island of Maui. And if you don't know, Maui is very near and dear to my heart. And it's also the place where we started our vacation rental business. And so we do have five properties on the island of Maui, and two of them did burn completely down to the ground in the Lahaina wildfires. And the whole fire in itself is traumatic, right? This whole town has just been literally burned to the ground. And there's a lot of unknown still at this point. I'm filming this almost a month. Actually today, oh my gosh, today is literally one month after the fire. I just realized that today is September 8th and the fires happened on August 8th, which is also 808, which is just crazy because the area code of Hawaii is 808. Anyway, it's taken a while to assess everything. So many people have lost loved ones, have lost their homes, their businesses. It's a really great big loss in a lot of ways. And it's one of these things I've struggled with because there's a lot of grief I carry with losing these things. And there's also a lot of guilt because on one hand, I have my primary residence, right? Me and my kids, my husband, we're all safe. We have a home. My husband still has his business that can carry us through this time, this loss of business and things like that. So I have a lot to be grateful for. And there's so many people that lost their homes i know personally people that have lost their homes some of them have been lucky enough where their home is still one of the ones standing in the neighborhoods that are just completely burned to the ground but they're not livable there's no water there's no electricity it's going to take years to be able to clean up the mess to get anything even remotely able to rebuild and there's just a lot of questions a lot of things are up in the air there's a lot of people who are underinsured there's a lot of big corporation, big time, wealthy investors and developers who are just salivating, waiting for their chance to take advantage of people who may really be out of options if they're underinsured and aren't able to make it through this or to hold on to this rebuild process. Obviously, if you've seen the news, I mean, there's a lot of government assistance, you know, helping out. And I firmly believe everything will work out. And it's just one of these pieces of life. And I really don't want to go down this rabbit hole of this disaster. I know there's a lot of controversy around it, too. I've seen a lot of people are sending me videos like, "Was the fire intentionally started, all these things. And I really feel like that's just like getting into the weeds, just causing unnecessary drama, really, is what it is. Drama and things that don't really need to be giving attention to. One of the big things with this situation, though, and like I said, we've had quite a few different instances escape this year with our properties. We've been doing investment properties for nine years now. And we've honestly, we've been very fortunate not having so many things go wrong. You know, we've learned along the way, right? We just started doing this without really having any experience with it before. We just did things, took action, and just learned through it. You know, we made a lot of mistakes along the way, but we've been pretty fortunate. And this year, for whatever reason, it's like we had one house that had two floods that were still almost done remodeling after all the work that had to be done with that. I had another one of our vacation rituals out in Florida. We had an AC line leak, it flooded the entire condo. That had to be out of use for two months as we got the floors and all the uh, water damage mitigated and then the things that were damaged replaced. I got scammed out of $4,000 on a contractor there too. So that was another lesson I learned there. We've had so many of these little bumps this year. But again, it's all a learning process. We had a landscaper, like our HOA community landscaper, a rock came out from the the mower or whatever and broke two of our windows on one of our townhomes this year. I mean, it's just crazy, all the stuff that we've had this year alone. Normally things come up every now and then. Maybe the AC goes out, you have to replace things. That's normal wear and tear when you do have properties that you're managing and, and taking care of. You know, stuff happens and you have to take care of it and things break and you have to replace it. We've had so many insurance claims this year and now that this kind of coup de gras of the building's being burned down to the ground. Like this is a whole new ball game, things I was not even expecting. I would teach this in my investment classes how real estate's one of those things where it's almost like a guaranteed investment because even if it burns to the ground, you still have the land. You still get to rebuild, you know. And in our case, that's not true. We do own a very t- tiny, minuscule piece of land, but it was a condominium complex. So it's not a standalone property where if that property burns to ground, you still own the land. The second thing is our complex was underinsured. So HOA condominium complex, they have an insurance that's supposed to cover things. They did not have the insurance to do a whole rebuild on this building. So you have almost 300 people who lost either their residence. Some people lived on the condominium complex. Most of them were rental properties. So people lost their business, their rental income. And a lot of these people still have mortgages that they have to pay. So this is another little tidbit. If your house burns down, you still have to pay that mortgage. That does not go away. So there's just a lot of unknowns. Honestly, telling you guys all this stuff, I just really wanna show you how humbling this was for me because I think I always had this idea built up in my head about, you know, it's pretty cool that we do this investment thing. Like not a lot of people do it. And I don't know, like it felt validating in a way, I guess for myself as somebody who has always felt like an outsider has always felt like they had to prove their worthiness. I felt like the, the real estate investment thing was almost like a cool point, right? Like it was something that I could say, this is something that I do. It's something that I manage. This is like my job. And it felt like something that was worthy or it was very validating for my self-esteem or my image, I guess you could say. And so to have it crumble apart a little bit, right? This is 25% of our portfolio or our business, right? Like I've lost a big chunk of our income in this business. And I have faith that it's all gonna be okay. It's gonna work out. There's again, a lot of unknowns, but it really humbled me is where I wanna get at is that it humbled me to see that it's just property, right? People lose their businesses all the time. Things happen, people go bankrupt businesses don't work out how you thought they would. People put a huge chunk of their savings or money in the stock market and it crashes, right? It happens. It's unpredictable. Things happen and you can lose millions of dollars in one day in certain situations. It's it's part of life. And it, it has become a lesson to me that these are just things. And it's stuff that I have preached before. It's stuff that I've talked about, that your assets, what you have, don't value you right that's not what's your value your value is not in the things you do your value is not in what you own your value is not placed on these external things your value is not placed on external circumstances or on materialistic things right those things don't matter they really don't these are things you can't take with you when you die these are things i guess in some respect you can leave behind when you die but at the end of the day your relationships matter and the people you love and how you showed love and how you showed forgiveness and how you showed love and forgiveness to yourself. Like those are things that matter, like really experiencing life and the things you can't buy, right? There's so much more than the materialistic and and placing value on these things. And I'll just be honest, like it's really shaken me up because I guess the one thing that I didn't mention was that I always felt very secure with this business, secure with having properties. Again, like I said, I would even say that in these classes, like how even if they were under the ground, you still have stuff. And right now, I don't know if that's true in this situation, right? there's things that are supposed to be put in place to help you but when you have things that go under the wire like having the complex underinsured and then we found out that on even our personal insurance we were underinsured and didn't know so there's things that you think you're safeguarding and it's not always a sure thing right and so it just really had me stop and think that's the beauty of things burning to the ground whether physically when things either literally burn to the ground or relationships, certain situations that are burned to the ground. It has its positives, right? There is a way to use that as an opportunity to come up from this. And I think for me, it's really getting more clear on how these are businesses of ours, it's not me, I have to look for it. But there was some notes I took from a book I read and it was from Wayne Dyer because I talk about him a lot and he's one of my favorite spiritual teachers. But he had talked a lot about that, like how you are not your job. You are not the things you do because you can lose those things. You can lose your job. People don't live forever. So for me, a big part of my identity was being my dad's daughter, right? Like having that relationship with my father. And when he passed away and it's no longer been like this focal point of my day-to-day physical life, that was a loss in my identity. And that was very hard to figure out like who I was without that role. And so this is another kind of wake-up call, I feel like, to show me that I'm not these properties. The fact that we have these properties in this business, that's not me. That's not who I am. That's not all I do. And it's crazy how this year has just kept throwing me things because it's, this has just been another humbling experience where I'm realizing how caught up I've been in certain things and how I need to slow down and get back to what's really important to me and get back to why I started this podcast, get back to what my message is and what I'm trying to do in the world as a person, as a mother, as a wife, and who I am aside of those roles that I play and what I'm really trying to do with my time here on earth, following my soul's calling, right? I've been really digging deep with that. And as you do that, as you let things fall down, it honestly just feels like I've had this chance to just let go of a lot of things I've been like holding on to. you know what I mean? So if there's this, freeing or sigh of relief feeling where I feel like I can be more relaxed. And that's a good place to be, to be able to surrender. I've talked about that before and it can be very hard to do, but to really just to be able, let go and really have faith and surrender to what is meant for you. Right? What are the important things in my life that I need to focus on? And where you put your focus matters. I've talked about that before too. And something that came up in my head, I remembered a, a quote I had is focusing on the things that you're for and not what you're against so you know in a time where you might find yourself or you're hitting rock bottom or something in your life has burned to the ground you get this chance to assess and you figure out things that maybe you don't want and in that we can let ourselves get caught up on circling around all these things that we don't want or getting sucked into what we are offended by or things that bother us and things that we can get like worked up and angry about. We can let that side of things take over and let that direct us in the new direction we're going. Or we can acknowledge the things that we don't want, but then change our focus on what we do want. What are we for? What do we stand for? And then start not fighting, but like marching in that direction, like pushing for what we are for, instead of fighting for what we're against. And that brought me to this quote that I remembered. And I don't know if that's a quote, but it's a story about Mother Teresa and how she was asked if she would march against the Vietnam War, I think maybe, asking her if she would stand up and help march and support people who are against the war. And she said, no, I won't do that. But if you have a march that's for peace, I'll march with you there showing that even someone like Saint Mother Teresa will put an effort for what she believes and what she's for. She's for peace. She wants to march for that. She doesn't want to march that she's against war, right? It goes back to Dr. Martin Luther King when he gives that one famous speech, you know, it's like you can't put out darkness with more darkness, right? It has to be light. Like you can't drive out hate with more hate. It has to be love. Like you cannot try to combat something that you're against by being just you know as nasty and mean about them like i see you see this all the time like in politics it's like people get so wrapped up and sucked into their their sides of who they are for but they become so like nasty and evil on going who they're against right instead of just like saying all the things that they're for and being on that positive spotlight it's like you see it with the two candidates a lot of times like this candidate's gonna negatively attack the other candidate telling you all the things that they're not instead of standing up and saying all the things that they're for so when you find yourself humbled if you find yourself in a space where you can get that pause something that happens to you that gets you to really take a look at your life and where you're going and what you want and what you don't want to remember to focus on what it is that you do want and start making your way or making your plan or your road map or whatever you're trying to do to be for what you do want and for me, in my situation here, it's you know letting the real estate business be a business, not getting attached to it, letting it be what it is, and focusing on what I do want. And what I do want is create a positive impact on the world. And what I do want is to use my voice, to use the podcast, to get back to writing, to be a good mother and stay connected and present with my kids, and keep building my relationship with my husband and strengthening that And working on myself and healing my past traumas and just trying to be a better person where I can forgive myself and be the best version of myself and keep growing and learning and just, you know, that constant evolutional growth that you go through as a person as you get older. So thank you. If you still listen to the podcast, I know it's been hard when they haven't been coming out weekly like they had been before. But I'm getting back to it, right? Like I said, we were back into a schedule, back into a routine where I will have more time to get these episodes out more regularly. So I'm looking forward to that and getting back to what I love and what's important to me. So I just wanna thank you if you took the time to listen. Um, I appreciate any feedback. I love having conversations. So if you feel called to wanna write a comment, I post these podcasts on YouTube so you can always leave a comment on the video or you can always write me privately in a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. My handle is at chelsea.vanbuskirk. So yeah, I hope you guys are all doing well and remember, Focus on what you're for, not what you're against. That's what I want to leave you with through this episode. I have so much love for you guys. and I'll see you next time. Peace.